every time the couples met and they were kissing, we were like, oh. It's the most awkward kissing. My parents got married in Vegas. Oh, do you tell. Little known fact, circus, circus, baby. Oh, and the kids what? resort though. Excuse me? Isn't that the kids resort? <laughs> no, circus, circus. I don't think there's a kids resort in Vegas, Ashley. <laughs> trying to shade anybody. I think that I'm always just trying to defend you. And that's kind of where my loyalty lies. That's why you're the best friend and I appreciate you. Okay, Jess. So this is up. So we're, we're good on your end, Jess. All set here. You've been good for a minute. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is episode two. Uh, I think episode one went really well. We got some really good feedback on it, which is exciting. Here we go. Um, we're what, still in the game. What, yeah. What surprised you most about like just dropping that? And I was just proud of us. Um, it's really fun to step into this creative space and it's nothing. I've never done anything like this. So it was just really cool to see how everyone responded to our friendship, too. That, yeah. of course, made me so happy. Yay. And I know this this episode, we are long distance, long distance besties. Yeah, so Jessica is going to be doing this from LA and I'm going to be doing this from Atlanta, our perspective homes. So that's why we are going to have more of a virtual format this time. Um, I may have but, to uh, impose a, uh, a get Ashley to LA every week. That would be pretty nice for impose, me. Uh, it's not a five hour flight. <laughs> I know, it was, it was tough. It was a bumpy flight with a, someone coughing behind me the yeah. whole time. Can we impose that? <laughs> Um, But yeah, I am planning to go out there um, quite a bit as we embark on this new adventure. We'll see where it takes us. We may be in Vegas in a couple weeks, too. So um, you never know where we're going to pop up week over week, but we're just happy that everyone tuned in. Um, Thank you for the support on this. And yeah, we're going to continue to see where it goes. And today we have so much to unpack. Um, I did want to clear up something from last week's podcast really quick. Because I felt like this came off um, in a way that I didn't want it to. So I had mentioned that I had a career and that that was different from my coworkers or my co-stars rather um, in the first season. So I just want to uh, kind of bring a little bit more color to that and say that, you know, my my co-stars are all brilliant and every time Janina posts anything about what she's doing with her social media, I screen capture it because I think she is a brilliant influencer and um, she's just a brilliant young mind. And Kelly is so eloquent in her podcast and you know, has brought some really amazing mental health um, topics to light and has helped so many people and has been the biggest supporter of me. Diamond has like a PhD. She's so low key and she's just very intelligent. I just want to say, um, because I did feel like I was maybe making it seem like I was the only one who had a career. What I was trying to say is I felt I was the only one in a traditional career and that I came back from taking off three weeks. Anybody that's in a sales position knows if you leave for three weeks and you come back, you're underwater and you're swamped. So I was having to take that on as well as taping. We couldn't even find time half the time to to do these scenes because I was so underwater with work and I was also on the road with work. <clears throat> that's kind of what I was trying to say. So I wanted to bring that to light and just... Um, apologize to my co-stars because they are also great and brilliant and they've been so supportive of me in most cases. So um, that makes me feel a lot better. I want to want to air that. Yeah. And I think that I said that. And um, I think that a lot of times that I just want to defend you against haters and um, 
maybe there's, there's I been a couple crazy. hater co-stars that Ashley has been pretty ticked off about. So. Yeah, I just, you know, and it just, it drove me crazy because I thought, I mean, you had so much to lose and you, I mean, you were risking a lot. And that, and that's what I meant by that. Like, it's not like other people didn't have jobs, but I mean, you've worked your ass off to get to where you are in the tech industry. And I just, and I still believe this, that you had more to lose. And I stand by that. Love you. But I Love do you. think like, yeah, I think people are, you know, um, brilliant at what they do. And I think like social mm-hmm. media curating is like incredibly hard to do. I still don't have my mind wrapped around it. And I, I love think following that's Gigi. Like, oh, no, I wasn't, if I so said anything, I wasn't trying to shade anybody. I think that I'm always just trying to defend you. And that's kind of where my loyalty lies. That's why you're the best friend. And I appreciate you. I had a tough parent moment this morning, which you'll learn. But um, so our little one, oldest, lost her front tooth yesterday, which is the cutest thing in the world. And she's bleeding everywhere. Cutest smile. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, we were talking about it all day long and taking pictures and everything. And then this morning, the first thing she did when she came in was say the tooth fairy did not come. And it was her whole, you could tell she went to sleep thinking about it. She woke up thinking about it. This is the hugest thing, which I love the perspective of having a kid around because you see the world from their eyes and it's just, everything is so much lighter. But I was so mad at us that we forgot to be the tooth fairy last night. Now so, what? Now what? Well, I told her the tooth fairy probably carries interest. So we'll have to <laughs> up the ante. She'll be Boom. okay. Teach her about that money we'll early. Through. We'll come through. Okay. So obviously we have watched the Love is Blind uh, season two. We have a few things to talk about first because we don't want to alienate those of you who maybe don't watch the show and just want to follow us as we (laughs) podcast. So lots of hot topics. Um, Let's start with the Tinder swindler. (laughs) Oh, we did watch this at uh, from Hermosa Beach last weekend. And And I feel like the whole time, Jessica, you were like, Wait, you were like not believing it. You were like, wait, so is he free? I know. I you was were like, so confused. And he's he is free. He's a free man because yeah. it was the perfect crime. The women right. on their own accord went and took out loans and ruined their right. credit. So, <laughs> so let me say, let me ask you this though, because a, a lot of people, it's easy to be like, oh my gosh, what an idiot. Like I would never go. Well, I would not, I don't even think I would get a loan for that much money, but like I would never get a loan for that much money and then hand it over to Joe Blow I met on Tinder. But very easy to say, right? As we know, kind of being in, on the internet, like, but what would you do for a guy? Someone you thought you loved. That's the thing. And he was giving them so much security and making them feel that they were in a committed relationship while he was then using their money to go off and, you know, provide these luxury experiences to his other girlfriends. <laughs> I cannot imagine <laughs> upon finding out how these women felt. Everyone's watching this right now. And I think everyone's judging. But at the same time, it's like, what's the dumbest thing you've done for a guy? Oh, whew. <laughs> I'm not going there. Ash? Um, Probably like... It's always like after a breakup, right? Where, well, for me anyway, where you just kind of act kind of ridiculous. Like, right. There's some desperosity in realizing, oh yeah. shit, I'm about to be alone. <laughs> Maybe yeah. this guy wasn't so bad after all. Yeah. Or like, I'm of a certain age. All right. This guy's nice. He, and then, you know, he's flying me here, there, and everywhere. Okay. Maybe I can front 20 grand to get him out of trouble. So Anybody? you have done this. No, Are you admitting I, I, that you've no, done this? Okay. Everybody okay, thank knows God. They have not gotten Thank God. Well, I feel <laughs> so much better for these women now. I feel like 
I mean, I thought they were pretty courageous to step out and tell the story, considering he's a free man. And they were also filming his compadres who are also free and they could retaliate against these women. So I think it's super courageous that they're out there telling their story to the world. And I love the woman who sold all of his Gucci. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Gotta love her. Um, but, but yeah, that's one. Speaking of breakups, though, um, <clears throat> and rejection and not being, not being able to let go, um, what is going on with Kanye West? It is wild. And <laughs> I feel like I, I read um, yesterday, and I was so proud of Kim because Side note that a lot of the producers that were on Love is Blind had worked on keeping up with the Kardashians over the years. And they said she's actually one of the sweetest people to work with. And she's so kind and compassionate. So I really love her. And I love that she came out yesterday and said, hey, this was really a hard public breakup for me to go through, considering we have this entire family. And this is obviously my third marriage. And I've been through it in the public. But I chose myself. And that's not something that I do very often. And I thought that was really cool that she came out and said that. Um, and on the yeah, other side. Kind of the whole thing with such class. I mean, I don't really know what the alternative is because Kanye's like making memes. I mean, do you do that back? Yeah, that's tough because she's really kind of rising above it all, I think. And but I feel I feel bad for him because he has that desperacity that he just wants his family to be together, too. And what do you do when you're one of the biggest uh, personalities in the world um, and everyone's watching you or you're under a microscope? So you've got I can't imagine how much mental duress he's under. Yeah, he's got to learn how to. I just feel like he has too many yes people around him, too. Like nobody is nobody close to him is saying, hey, you got to chill. Like, if you look through the comments, it's like a bunch of verified accounts just gassing him up. Like, we're on Team Kanye, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you have nothing to do with what's going on. And there are kids involved. Yeah. And um, Kanye posting Pete Davidson, Davidson over and over and over and being like, you will never meet my kids. I feel bad for Pete. You do. You feel I do. Everyone. I mean, it's it's tough dating somebody with, you know, she's got a, a lot of um, things going on and she's got four kids and four or five. Um, four. Four kids. And he's coming into the situation. Um, and I mean, well, he's getting a lot of limelight here. Do we know how much his following is growing? I don't feel bad for Pete. He's kind of been on an upward trajectory trajectory since Ariana Grande like she really uh, propelled him like that's right he's been dating non-stop models like who I'm sure if like three years ago you were like Pete you, you are going to be dating Kim Kardashian in three years he would be like you are full of shit oh totally and totally look at him oh I love it so I don't know if I feel bad for him I'm but so, like definitely right. and I think he's right. got such a good sense of like humor like he's probably like in bed this morning laughing about this oh I'm sure he seems like a really cool guy. Like everyone in the world would want to hang out with this guy. Yeah. And Yi right now is just doing the total opposite. Um, <laughs> and the other the other side of the story that came out this weekend. So obviously Larsa Pippen and Kim used to be besties. And I think Kim even referred to her as a sister like relationship. And of course, Ashley and I are big Real Housewives fans. Shout out Bravo. Um but Larsa Pippen's now on Real Housewives of Miami and someone questioned her and she said someone questioned her about the breakup between her and Kim, um, which elephant in the room. 
And she said that she knew too much about Kim's relationship with Ye. And right. I think that's very relatable, right? Because I know. Best friend. Yes. Yeah. And you're having a, an argument with your spouse and you just want to vent. Who are you going to go to? Right. And then it's Friday night and we're all going out, you know, hanging out wherever. And you just wish you had never given them that information. Absolutely. And I will say Larsa too, I feel like she, I, I haven't been watching Miami, um, but I saw some clips online where she came to Kanye's defense. And I do feel like she probably does know a lot and I got to give her credit for not just spilling it just to have a headline, if that makes sense. I agree. Unless she's going to down the, down the line. But right now, I right. mean, she probably, she probably has a lot of info and exactly not really revealing it. So I feel like this happens quite a bit. I mean, there's so many times that I wish I could take back the things that I said. Um, I know. You know, but your friends and, are there and, you know, well, you want to vent to them. So yeah. it makes me sad. It makes me sad that that's what came between them. I know, I know. And I think Kanye had something to do with that, too. I think I heard that before. Um, so you're still going with Kanye. I'm not on Team Kanye. <laughs> well, you're no, not no. going with Ye. No. He has officially changed his name, Ashley. you got to get with the times. Yay. I, okay, so I am not on, I, I'm not on Kanye's side. I do understand, like, if I had four kids and a, and a husband and I desperately wanted my family to be back together, I do understand um, acting out in a way like let's just keep it real um but I think it's crossing a line into kind of like obsession and I think that he needs people around him to just kind of check him yeah it's and I mean so that, <clears throat> he's gotta let it go I think he's gotta let it go she's moving on she's not gonna look back you don't think so no I think it's over but at the same time he's going through the process like, you know he's he's going right. through the process and I feel bad because he is using social media as you know, way to air. He's attacking. His grievances, yeah. Yeah, but, it, but what I was going to say is like, is there not, I don't know, is Kanye today not the same Kanye that Kim met? Like, aren't people always kind of like you knew what you were signing up for type of thing? Right. But from the or, way that they've described their relationship, they started out, they were great friends. And right. I think he was kind of a fashion advisor for her. And then I think once you have four kids with someone, you know, and now I'm in a parental role and I really understand it. There's so many more dynamics at play. So I I doubt there's a shadow of, you know, what their relationship used to be. Right. And at some point you just maybe can't get back to that. Yeah, I just it'll be interesting to watch it unfold. It's like all of America, all of the world is in a group chat right now with Kim (laughs) Kanye, and like we're all just watching and being like, wait, what? And now he's saying like Davidson dated Hillary Clinton. There's just like a lot going on right now. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like a three-year-old when you pay attention, and I mean the world is giving him attention, right? So he's just going to keep doing it. (laughs) Yes, totally. Well, he said he's going to the Super Bowl, so hopefully he will be off his phone later today. So Facebook is in the news, and I feel personally that they don't innovate very much, but it was one of my very good friend's birthdays yesterday, Jamie Barbary. Shout out. Our girl, the third musketeer here, the brains behind the operation. And um, I don't have her on Facebook, I realized, because that is the only way I track my birthdays. And I feel it is the biggest value that Facebook has. 
tracks your birthdays and lets you know whose birthday it is, which I happened to miss one of my very best friend's birthdays last month, and it terrorized me. Um, but I don't feel they have a lot of innovation to where I'm wanting to jump on there um, and see what's going on. But I do like to have the birthday tracker. How do you feel about Facebook? Are you on there? Are we even friends on Facebook? I think we are. I go on Facebook. So as a journalist prior recovering, I was on Facebook quite a bit just to try to get in touch with people and just like basically high level stalking. And um, now that I'm not, I get on from time to time, but it's always like, like checking out like a Facebook, like neighborhood group, like what's going on in my mom's neighborhood or you're old. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> or, um, what do I go on Facebook for? Marketplace. Oh, marketplace Facebook Marketplace. Thanks for bringing okay. that up. Yeah. Okay. So there's that. But I don't regularly post on Facebook. Um, I don't remember. I think we I posted the podcast, obviously. But before that, I don't remember my last Facebook post. And I don't mm-hmm. think that's where that's like the best place to get engagement or reaction or right. communicate anymore. I mean, I think it's like our parents place and I think like our generation is TikTok then my younger sister I mean our generation's Insta and then my younger sister is on TikTok which we're trying to get on too but we're trying um, we're we're really trying guys um but I I just don't see any value if it was deleted tomorrow I would not care it'll be interesting now that they've rebranded a meta how they'll innovate but people are people are upset with Facebook people were not happy with Facebook throughout several like movements and political cycles and i think it is more an avenue for people to be like trolls Mm -hmm. um i think like twitter's number one for that but facebook is a close second and um i just don't think that's how we communicate anymore i agree and they've also been heavily censoring so how do you feel about that in what regard though so if you posted anything about covid yeah. In some cases, they would take it down. And then they yeah. also, you know, put verbiage up oh, yeah. automatically if, if there's a keyword that kicks off. It's COVID, yeah. Everything. I think the keyword was necessary at first because there was so much unknown about the pandemic and COVID and like everyone thinks they're a doctor, right? So I think I didn't have a problem with that. I understand why people did. Like, I get it. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Um, but taking things down, I think that's such... I don't know. I feel like I'm going to piss people off, but I don't know. Like, I don't necessarily have an, like, think about, I don't know. I really don't have a good answer for this, to be honest. It's hard. It's 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 hard because the people at the top decide what's right. And I think that's where people have an issue. Well, who, who are they to decide what's right? Sure. And that's been, you know, this whole snowball with all of this um, misinformation. Right. Gate. I get that. I get that. I, I I truly understand everyone's thoughts on this. And I, you know, I think like Facebook is just like brewing with like racism, right? That's like, they're fine with that being on Facebook and like fine with, you know, saying this, that, and the other, and just being a complete asshole, like racist, but you're right. Like certain things with, um, in the medical community, they're just like, let's delete this. And so it, it's, it is like, where is the line and like, who's drawing it? So I do understand the frustration Um, and I think that's why Facebook has had such challenges really in recent months. Like, like everyone on every side of the spectrum is pissed off at Facebook. Exactly. And And the UK is like, we don't need you. We don't need you. Yeah. And right. And, and so many people have jumped from it and, and it's kind of just like this thing. It's kind of, I don't see it being here in the long run. 
Well, they're going to, I mean, they're meta now. So they're really trying to, um, you know, move into this next phase and innovate. So we'll see what they do. I, I mean, now that you mentioned marketplace, I'm going to stick around <laughs> and I need my, I need my birthdays. I'm sorry. Until someone else comes up with a better way for me to track birthdays, I need it. Cause I can't be That's disappointing and letting anybody else down. Birthdays are such a big deal. That's true. And so I, we love birthdays. We love marketplace. Yep, and let's keep it around. I love a Facebook neighborhood group every once in a while. Heck yeah. <laughs> Let me know what the HOA is doing. Every, oh my gosh. <sighs> I love it. LIB2. What can I say? It has been a crazy, crazy week. It's been a crazy week. You were hooked <laughs> immediately. I was hooked immediately. I woke up at 2.30 in the morning, just couldn't sleep. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to get this out of the way. I'm going to watch this thing. And um, I have to say, I, I love it. I think it's great. Some of the feedback that we're getting is people are bored. People were so in love with the season one cast that I think it's harder for them to get into this season. Yeah. Um, they want the same characters. And there were, and little did I know, because I, I don't know, reality check, was I on this season, Ashley? Season two? Am I no. on it? No, no, no. Oh, no. I'm not on it. Oh, well, that's hard to believe because it seems like I'm on it. <laughs> oh, it does. Considering, well, you know, the uh, all the feedback that I'm getting, people think they are compared. seeing me. You're being, so, yeah, Jessica is, um, you were seeing a lot more activity on social and lots of tags. And you're like, what's going on? And apparently some people think that you are comparable to a season two castmate. It seems, well, the relationship seems pretty familiar um, with Shayna and Kyle okay. to myself and Mark. Yeah. Very, re- it's a mirror, essentially, it seems yeah. like. Um, I know they wanted that element back. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so, <laughs> so she went home. She went home. She went home. She flew In Mexico. Home. And so she did not want to participate anymore. And that is her prerogative. We (laughs) live in a free nation and it is her prerogative to go home. And people are mad at her for leaving. People are very mad at her. And I just want to say like up front, I think there is something endearing about every single person that's on this cast. And um, the amount of hate that I've seen spewed at this person already. I think Love is Blind 2 has been out for two days is disgusting and this is a person that's putting herself out there these two are in a relationship and you know there's so many dynamics that can play out in a 10-day period when you're just meeting people and you're not even seeing them (laughs) so everybody you know take a walk in her shoes um let's have a bit of a reality check here it's people projecting because we, everyone's been rejected, right? So people don't like when someone rejects someone and they want to, they're like mad because they're, I don't know, they're thinking about the time they were rejected. So they're thinking, oh my gosh, you are the worst person. He loves you. How could you leave him? Isn't it about being true to yourself though? Isn't that what the show is about? Like you're real feeling? You're absolutely right on both accounts. I think so, the viewers really internalize this show. And I don't know if it's similar on other shows, but there are many, many men who have come into my DMs and have just said the most horrific things, more so than women. Um, And you know that they internalized some of the things that absolutely like that they saw or they perceived. 
Yeah, exactly. And you, I can't believe you. Let's start from the top though. So, and I'm so bad with names. So I'm going to have to remember. I got to tell you, I really, who was, um, I like the Indian couple because it looks like they're going to have an Indian, like a traditional wedding. I can't wait to see that. Um, I like that. I agree. But I also like that they're going against tradition. The fact that he kissed her feet, I was. Yeah, that was really sweet. I loved that. He was was quite problematic in the pods. I was just kind of like, like one of the questions he asked, I was like, really? That's kind of like skeezy. And I also feel like that's like someone who's like a little insecure himself to be asking questions like that. Like, can I lift you up? And like all of these questions about weight and appearance. And especially because what's her name? Deep tea. Um, She she does have some, you know, uh, self-confidence issues. So I was really put off by that initially. Agreed. And I'm also not sold that he had this self-revelation after two and a half days. Oh, I have realized I am no longer this person. And now I see people for who they are on the inside. I'm so glad that I had this revelation while I was in the pods. And now I can move on and be the best person that I can be. Not sold. They're giving me cousin vibes. They're giving me cousin vibes. They're giving me like. Yeah. And like, we'll, we'll take it or leave it kind of thing. Right. Like, right. But we, I do like, I mean, I think it, there's something to having the same culture and norms that makes it easier to get along with somebody like in this situation, especially like, okay, well, I know the person on the other side of this is um, Indian like me or, you know, black like me or whatever. And so like, all right, we'll at least have some, some things to bond over. Right. And um, I have to say that skews things. I think it skews things a bit when you're in yeah. the pods because you don't have the connection to your family and friends. And all of a sudden you're talking to someone who has something very, very deep in common with you. Yeah. yeah. But so I, like, think, right, I, I think you, you could potentially over index. I hope they're not. Um, but you can't over-index on that. Like I said, with Mark, he happened to be from Chicago. At that time, I felt I needed somebody that I could just feel like was home. Literally something, So I'm really yeah. hoping that – I really hope those two work out. Um, I, I did not like the butt grab. Ew. Did was- not like that at all. I was cringing – and was, so was Ben. And he has a nice ass, but that's not what this is about. She has great. It was great. It's very nice. But it's not what that's, this is about at all. And he said if her booty was within 20 miles, it would be his. And I just felt like that's controlling. But I just I, I, look in my eyes. If I'm meeting you for the first time and we've gotten this deep and we're getting engaged, look in my eyes and it, it it sucked because he did the really cute reversal of tradition with her feet, but he also did that. So for me, you know, I was kind of like, oh, well, that's a bit of a letdown. Yeah, I would have been like very, I think I would have felt violated, but they're engaged. So you can't really say that, right? I don't they're know. engaged. So it's, and, and the other thing is, I don't want to judge their relationship, whatever works for them. Um, and they seem, you know, really physically, um, you know, advanced. <laughs> more so than myself so hey um go okay for what's it. the next couple you you're you're okay, better with nick these and people. danielle um who are they they I are know the yeah it's the white couple okay <laughs> and um she's the one that drank the water in mexico obviously because she ended oh, up on the floor oh, in the shower i cannot oh, believe they showed her with like the, she had like the the toast on her thigh 
And Why she's like did nibbling they film it. Film her when she was in the fetal. <laughs> They're to like, the they always have to give you the visual. It is the thing with TV. That you horrible. have to get the visual, or it did not happen. So I was dying. Poor Danielle. I mean, she she seems like a sweetie. I, I like this couple. Uh, I think he's a bit of a pot stirrer. Um, she, yeah, at first, I was like, oh, this is very normal. I could see them getting along. And then she went straight up like uh, crazy. She did? Them, on their honeymoon when she was like, yeah, I was watching you. She was like, I was watching you. Like, remember, because she, she had to stay back. Um, I'm going to disagree with you on this. No, just because that's something you would do. I would do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to stick up for her on this because she's just newly engaged. You you have no idea what you just got yourself into and you can't go to the meeting of all the couples. I'm watching over the balcony with binoculars. What is going on? The woman wants information. I'm sorry. Ignorance is not bliss. And she caught him up. Um, for everyone listening, this is 1,000% something Jessica would do. So I'm sorry. <laughs> and, you know, I have a lot of insecurity in the past. Thank God I'm with someone who gives me so much security, more so than ever before, which is why I've yeah. finally committed. But yeah. she doesn't. He gave her so much commitment in the pods. And yeah. I feel like he starts to backpedal on that a little bit in Mexico. Yeah. So okay. I totally get her. She's okay. feeling uneasy. And she's like, what is this man doing? Let me okay. go check it out. I'm with you. So we can agree to disagree right. on that one. Yeah, we got to agree to disagree <laughs> on them. But I do think that they, I do think that was a pretty good match. Um, yeah, I think that they could, I think that could work. They're cute. You They're know, really cute. Work. I'm rooting for them. Yeah, yeah. I think she's just got to like, chill, just go with the flow. Probably easier said than done, but like. It's much yeah, easier said than done. Flu, I I would have just go with the flow, babe. <laughs> Ash, you would never, ever make it in this experiment. There is no okay. go with the flow, okay? <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Okay, so that's the second couple. Who's next? Jarrett and Ayana. I said I really like Jarrett. I really like him. I think he's honest. He told her, yeah. hey, I had more feelings for Mallory than you, but I'm going to go ahead with this relationship. <laughs> and I think that's okay because it is, it's such a gamble and a risk going on to the show. And it's, hey, maybe this is what's meant to be because Mal and I weren't. And I think yeah. that's okay. The guy also got stabbed last year. Like, let him be married and be a happy man. Yeah, I think he had great personality. Um, I think that he was funny. I think that he was charming. I was surprised that Mallory didn't go for him. I thought that they would be, even in the pods, Same. I thought, oh, gosh, they're going to love each other. Same. Um, because I, I think she's, so she's kind of genuine, like, really down-to-earth personality as well. Like, she's very, I just thought they could, I just think they mesh well. I think um, so, too. But I think Jarrett and Iana are mom and dad. I think they're going to make it. I think they're going to make it. She is this little cutie, and she just fits so perfectly in his arms, and he's this big guy, and he's. I feel he's loyal. Yeah. He's super loyal, and I think she's all in. I think they're going to make it. That is my vote for um, the most compatible couple, Jarrett and Iana. Okay. Um, you don't feel the same way. No, I just, I guess Ayana hasn't left like the mark on me. Like she wasn't, she's not super memorable right now. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean like, I, I think Mallory really out to me like in the pods with him. And I think, and maybe it is because she was second best and, and there's not really a better way to say that, you know, even she said that she was second best. And, um, I think it works. Like it looks like they're attracted to each other. What's not to love. They're both like good looking people. They're on vacation, but we'll see. I mean, I think that the Mallory thing is going to come up again. 
oh, it's definitely going to come up again. Yeah. I think it already is. And by the way, speaking of vacation, can we just talk about how much nicer this resort is than what we had in season one? They have plunge pools. I thought, are they in Mexico again or where are they? I think they're in Mexico, but this time the resort seems much nicer. The food looks better. The rooms are better. They also have uh, music that is not white label. So, I mean, you're welcome, season two. Yeah, they upped the budget. (laughs) The budget has been increased. It looks beautiful. All right. So, So, um, speaking of Mal, Mal and Sal, big girl crush on Mal. I mean, yeah, just so she's real, good. so open. My favorite yeah. date of the pods was when she played Never Have I Ever with yeah. Sal. And she was just brilliant and she's beautiful. She looks like, she looks to me kind of like Kate Hudson. You think she looks like Kate Hudson? I do. I do. She, what? I'm getting Kate Hudson vibes and I, um, I have a huge crush on her. I love her. I think she's amazing. And I also think her relationship with Sal is going to change. I I think they had the sexual chemistry, which is huge. I, coming out of the pods, at first, she obviously didn't like what she saw. Right. But they, Chris and their relationship, night one. Present. And I think that, I think that's good because she's throwing herself into it. And I think that's going to grow. I'm not, I don't have high hopes for that. I think that might be forced. And I think she's probably just like a sexual being. And like, as she we heard sure. from the game. And yeah. I think that might be just like her way of tr- like trying. But I don't know if that's like gonna be enough in the end. Because I just, I think she's way different. I think she's too different from that guy. Okay. Like speaking of another, like he wasn't memorable to me. Sal. Yeah. I just thought, uh. Okay. Like I would, ooh, I don't know. Yeah, I think he's so sweet. He seems so sweet. Seems um, sweet. And I think he's, I liked that he told her, this is a safe space for you. Yeah. Please tell me anything you're feeling. Because I saw myself in that situation. When I got to Mexico and I realized that myself and Mark were different than we were in the pods, which that's another thing I'm really happy that everybody's being very vocal about, wait, I'm not seeing this relationship translate from the pods. I was the only one that said that in my season. And they're all saying it. Yeah, that's great. And the fact that he sat her down and said, this is a safe space. You can say whatever. And she's telling him, hey, look, I'm not really feeling this the same way that I thought I would. That is everything because you were in this experience and it's scary and it's heavy and you're about to make a huge commitment. You have to be able to be honest with that person. And the fact that he's giving her that space is everything. And yes, um, on season one, I feel like everyone was made to look like everyone was in love running on the beach in the sand. And then there was just like you and there was like a shot of you. And you're just like, well... (laughs) And you were the only one. And, <laughs> and now everyone's think, like, what's wrong with her? Yeah. And and now I think that more couples are like, eh, you know, like you were option two or I'm not really feeling it. Like, no, I don't want to do it. Like it's it, there's yeah, they're being more vocal about it. Exactly. And it's it's hard when you just talk to someone and hear their voice and then you really see them physically. It is such a weird thing that happens in your mind. What happens? Tell us. It's very, it, like, I saw his face and I was like, this is a person I was talking to the whole time. This is so wild. Give me a minute before I'm kissing you. <laughs> yeah. Because can I be honest? I had been watching some of this last night. I was just kind of fast forwarding through. And every time the couples met and they were kissing, we were like, 
I know. With secondhand embarrassment. It's the it's most awkward cringe. kissing. It is. It is. I cannot watch it. And I it know is. that's how I felt. I'm like, okay, I have to kiss this person. It is a different experience physically with a person than it is yeah. talking to someone. Yeah. And they were so out of sync. I don't care who you are. Everything has to be in sync it was for you to marry someone. Forced kissing, forced. Oh, the kissing. Oh, and they're yeah. like trying so hard because it's your fiance. Yeah, it's no just it's a crazy experience. So Sal and Mal, I mean, I love I love her. You know, I think she's a real one and okay. I'm excited to see her journey. I just I oh. hope it works out for her. Who's next? Biggest storyline, you know, Kyle, Shayna and Natalie. And Natalie. Let so, me just say when. When Natalie was first on the screen, I really was like attract, like not attractive, but like very drawn to her. I think she has the most like soothing voice. I think she could be like a narrator. She sounds fantastic. And she seemed genuinely like very sweet. I was thinking, what is this girl doing on this show? Like I she's know. just she looks she's... huge. She's got she's accomplished. She just seemed like really normal. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised that she took this on. She's a total package and she's here for the right reasons. Right. I've also seen her posting very little on Instagram, which shows, you know, that's why she's that's why she's here. Um, She wants to find love and she seems so genuine. And she has this little girl like um, persona that I loved when they got engaged. And she walked she ran out and she was hopping around and she just feels everything so much. So, you know, I think she's America's sweetheart. She's the one to root for. Um, and we love I her. Like that. She really is. She's the sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Oh, must and be we nice. love her. We love her. You, you were not and, the sweetheart. Uh, I, I've got to be honest. Um, a lot of people are throwing shade at Shane. Um, I immediately found him very endearing. He reminds and- me so much of my buddy from Chicago. He is very Chicago-like. And I, I think mm-hmm. he's making the show on so many points. But okay. his uncomfortability is everything to me. It is so funny. This guy is like massaging the markers. His feet are up in the air. His like he's his jaw when his jaw comes down, it comes way down. Like he's so animated. He has so much anxious energy and it is making the entire show. So I'm sorry that people see all these red flags, but he is the entertainment of this show. He's got a good personality, but I he is such a frat boy bro that it was, it was hard for me to watch it at times. I thought, of course, this guy is like getting his pick. You know what I mean? Like, of course, this guy's the one who's like sure. choosing between these two ladies. You know, and, and he's not gonna get, get any black. Um, it's gonna be them, right? So, and I was just like, I don't know. It's like, Ugh. but you know, I know that he's very attractive to a lot of people, and like you said, he is making the show. He's a great personality that they cast, mm-hmm. and. It seems like he really likes Natalie. And so I was really happy about that. He seems to really like her. I, I wonder what would have happened if Shayna came around earlier, though. Oh, I think they would have. I, I think they would have ended up together. Um, I, I feel like they seem very cohesive. Yeah. And, you know, it's two totally different relationships. And I have to say, obviously, I saw a lot of parallels from the situation that I was in. Right. And the thing I didn't like was when Natalie re-entered the room and she just said, I am feeling so confident. He always makes me feel secure every single pod meeting. And she comes in the room and he did go into bro mode. 
And he said, wait, what are you talking about? Aren't you dating other people? Be cool, Natalie. And every woman has experienced this. You know, the guy's in, he's in, he's in. And then all of a sudden he has a bro moment. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. And you know, what's really interesting. So Gary's not watching this with me, but he saw some of it. And then he saw a part, I think it was when Natalie came out and he saw, he was just like kind of observing and he goes, oh, she's going to, she's going to be the villain. And it was, oh, wow. uh, you know, it was Shana. It was the blonde one. Is that her name? Yes. Shana? It was her. And I go, why did you, why do you think that? And he goes, well, look at how they're shooting her. Like just how they were filming her. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Like, they, I don't know when they film like Natalie it's very like endearing and like very sweet but they kind of film Shana like on the couch like looking like a bitch yeah and he was like she's gonna get it and I was like well yeah probably you know let me let me ask you this how do you feel about being brought up in in this season again because there is kind of a similar storyline yeah um I gotta be honest I actually Saturday night no it's Friday night Ben said, hey, I want to take you out. I want to celebrate your podcast. And I was having such a fun day and we just released a podcast. And then at some point, everything just kind of took a turn. And um, there was so much coming at me. And it really brought up a lot of feelings um, from last year. And it was so hard, to be honest, because I felt like I'm still being exploited as that person And I don't know if there was any strategy to reinventing and, you know, reinventing that story from the ashes, but it it feels like there's no way it couldn't have. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, it was really frustrating because I felt like, hey, I'm stepping into this world and I've come out of this and, you know, every single comment is still about me. So and I'm pretty sure I didn't sign up to do the show again. Um, so it was really tough. And to be honest, I, Ben had a babysitter and he came in to get me and I was in my robe doing a down dog in the room, listening to my call map because everything felt so heavy. And when you have all these eyes on you, um, it really breaks down your nervous system. Yeah. When you have one person that's mad at you and you think they're thinking about you in a negative way, think of how that affects you and your system. We're really not made for this. So multiply that times millions. And that hit me again. And yeah, it ruined my night, (laughs) ruined my date. I was, we ended up going to this restaurant and I was like sitting there crying and, you know, um, I'm sure like everyone noticed, but yeah, it's, it's tough. It's really tough, but it has more so than ever. I wanted to show up here today and talk about the enduring qualities about all these people who are putting themselves out there to, you know, take all these hits or, you know, be your favorite if, you know, they so get that chance to be, which is so, so amazing. Um, but yeah, well, you're a tough cookie. So and uh, yeah, I guess on I would- the on the flip side of it, Ash, I had people reaching out. There was a woman who reached out and she said, hey, I just want you to know when I started watching your show, I was in an abusive marriage. And seeing your story gave me hope. And today I'm a free woman and I feel like I owe a little bit to you. And, you know, give me two gallons of wine and put me back on the screen for something like that. I am so happy that I could attribute to somebody moving away from such toxicity. That was absolutely worth it. 
Oh, I love that. You're so cute. All right, we have a voicemail on our hotline. Let's hear it. Okay. Our very first. Do you want me to play it? Our very first VM. We can yeah. listen to that. All right. Let's hear it. Let me know if you can hear it. Kind of long. I just feel like Love is Blind it's like so toxic because especially after watching the first five episodes of the second season, like I feel like some of these couples are literally just trying to stick together because they're on TV and that's so damaging, like to mental health. Like I don't feel like any of them are right for each other and they're like fighting like crazy. And I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy, but I just don't feel like any of them are actually in it because they love each other like is it just for the clout or is it because you really want to love this person i don't know this this season is like really damaging to me you do when jessica went on that show season one i was like these are not marriages these are businesses and i think that some people probably feel the same way i do as evident by this voicemail what do you think about that I think it's up to interpretation, right? I know when Mark and I got to Mexico, he immediately had this idea and wanted to get started on content for us being a fitness couple on social media. And that was a big turning point in, you know, my thinking. Wait a minute. Let me just clarify. This is after you got engaged. You guys went on your honeymoon and he was already talking about starting a fit couple business. Yes. And you were like there for love. Right. And I already work 50 plus hours a week. So it's like, I don't know when I'll be able to do this, but um, it's probably not going to happen considering (laughs) this is like the first topic of conversation. But I I think, um, of course, people that are willing to put themselves up for this are also willing to be famous. That's what I'll say. Um, Some people are better at it than others. But I do think, you know, I showed up there looking for love and I know that many of my fellow contestants, you know, also showed up looking for love. So I don't think we can be the judge and jury on that. Okay, that's fair. And it sounds very toxic, but also these people are about to make the biggest commitment of their lives to an absolute stranger. I do like that she said, it seems like they're fighting like hell to make it work. Should you have to fight that hard to make a relationship work? You know, I think... That's a tough one. Um, In this scenario, I almost think more conflict is better because you need to fight through some of these issues. You need to make sure you can get on the same page. If everything looks really, really rosy, then you know that stuff's just going to come up later. And I always wonder to myself, you know, after our show wrapped, what were the questions that these married couples wish they would have asked before they got married? What's one you would have asked? What's one question that you think would have changed everything? And who knows what that is for the couples, but you want to make sure that you're getting through all of that and you're really working to, you know, be in a good place to actually commit to marriage. Yeah. Well, tell us though, like, is there a question that you wish you would have asked in the pods? Like, oh, in the pods. (laughs) Um, No, because I was getting the best answer always. It was always just oh, like yeah. It was always smoke and mirrors compared right. to real life. It was a answer. So I, I don't think there was a question that I could have asked. It was me just verifying and getting an authentic uh, response in real life, and I got that response. And unfortunately, it wasn't 
in line with what I got in the pods. Now, I think some people are like, Shayna, she hasn't even given him a chance. Do you think that sometimes you just know, though? Like, I feel like well, as, let's, as anybody, like, after a first date, you could be like, mm, I'm all set. Well, let's dig into it a little bit with okay. Shayna and yeah. Kyle, because okay. she is a Christian woman, and she okay. puts that out there. Yes, she does. And, you know, he comes back and says he's atheist and right. asks her if she believes in evolution, and she says no. Right. So this is a huge part of a relationship. It right. Is. And and he also says that his mom was very religious. And in the end, he chose to be an atheist. And that would be OK if Shayna were to instill that same sentiment and that religion into their kids' lives. At the okay. end of the day, he would want them to choose what's best for them. So Ben and I got all into this discussion last night about mm -hmm. evolution and you know, being Christian and the Big Bang Theory was also uh, was also talked about in the conversation. So I don't know. I want to get your take on this because I know you are so um, attested to your faith and that's not something that you could compromise for. I feel like she doesn't want to compromise for it. Right. You're like, I could, I'll, I'll show him Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's, it's a simple answer. And so that's just me though, you know? And so I think more people or other people might, you know, um, give things chances. Like I don't even, that's like a foundational thing for me. And for me, that's just like, that's a deal breaker. So like everyone has their deal breakers. Some people might say money. Some people might say like, you know, like some people are shallow and say height and just all that. Mine is that absolutely wouldn't even go any further. Um, we'd be great friends maybe, but I can't, th that's just too much work for me. Um, right. But I definitely understand like, especially if you have feelings for somebody um, not wanting to just like cut that off, but you've dated an atheist before. I did date an atheist in Chicago, <laughs> but I knew it wouldn't be long-term. That's yeah. the kicker. Yeah. And the whole time I feel like you were thinking about it and always questioning and, and like asking me and like, you know, and so like, yeah, I, that's just one thing that you don't want to have to like confront every single day if that is something that's important to you. Um, but for her, you could see it's still hard to, to let go. Exactly. You know? It's hard to let go of that connection and the experience. Um, so I was so confused. I thought they were over after that conversation and I thought she right. was off the show. Then all of a sudden she walks into the room. He walks into the room. There's a ring box sitting right. there right. and it's his mother's engagement ring. And she's like, she's sitting there holding the box and she's like, she, she does not want to open this box. You can tell because she's then gone two steps too far and she cannot reverse. So of course, then he asks her to marry him and she reluctantly says, Yes. It was not yeah. a magical moment for sure. It was pretty terrifying to watch. And I could see myself in that because he's yeah. they've just had this huge conversation. And to me, he needed to talk through that before he asked her this and said, I'm giving you my mother's engagement ring because he put her in a pretty compromising and uncomfortable position. You know, in my Can opinion we talk about that, though. Can we talk about like this is like a quick pivot? The engagement ring, because I know Mallory wanted gold and she didn't get gold like can you tell the people what the options were for that because I was kind of surprised that somebody had their mother's engagement ring did you pick yours out did you like tell anyone in the pods what you wanted kind of take us through that there were five different styles that the guys could choose from 
Um, I didn't tell anyone what I wanted because I never expected that I was going to be engaged until right before that. <laughs> um, but Mark actually gave me a bracelet that was his grandma's at some point because you can send gifts across pods. Oh, my gosh. So at some him? point he had given me this very um, significant emblem that had been passed down from generations through his family. And that meant so much to me. And you have to do things like this in order to feel like you're at this point, you know, with this person to get engaged. So he did that. Um, I didn't know you could bring your own ring. No one on our season did that. Um, but I thought that was pretty cool. Wait, do you still have the bracelet? No, I gave that back, of course. That is really cool. So I was curious about that when I was like, they were talking about the rings. I was like, wait, I, I didn't realize you got to pick like what you wanted or. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you pick what you want. You can pick out the guy's band and they can pick yours. Okay. Very but, romantic. Oh, yeah. So people were pretty excited about the diversity of the cast. I was. I said that. And they were promoing a lot of variety of people in the initial trailer. And then we just didn't see them. In the actual show. What do you think? Disappointing. Because in our season, I kept seeing comments come through. Hey, I wish these people seemed more relatable in terms of looks. So I felt like they delivered on that in the second season or seemingly from the trailer. But we just didn't see a lot of those people actually come through um, and be engaged. So obviously they're not following their stories. Do you think that because, you know, I think a lot of people don't know, too, like on your season, there was actually a couple that got engaged and they were not highlighted. They were not shown. Right. Oh, there were eight couples that got engaged in our season, but they weren't expecting for so many people to get engaged. So they could only follow five. And oh. now on this season, there are six. And just so you know, our, on our season, the three couples that didn't get followed that were engaged are no longer together. So there are just two married couples at this point or anyone that's together. Yeah. So there there's a chance that there were more couples this time around, too, that got engaged and just are not being followed. That could be the case. That could be. I have no idea. Oh, but I wonder how many are going to get married. What do you think? I think two. Let me think. I'm going to say two right now. I know Shayna and Kyle. There's no way. I don't think they can repair from where they are now. They're getting married. Um, I don't I don't see any of them married at this point. I don't. I know. I think, let me think. I don't even see Natalie and Kyle married. Um, Natalie and Shane. <clears throat> Natalie and Shane. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I, I just don't. I think none of this makes and sense. Ashley, don't worry. Last season, no one remembers anyone's name from last season at all. They're like, who was that girl that you try to steal their man? And then everyone that comments nasty things to me about Barnett, they call him Burnett. No one knows anyone's name everyone except knows Lauren and Cameron. Name. No, everyone knows your name, bitch, and, and you know it. Everyone knows your name. Um, whether it's for the right reason or not, who cares? But that's why they're bringing it back up this right. season. Right, exactly. Because so, yeah, I mean... We'll see how it goes. I feel like at this point, there's, um, you know, a lot of turmoil going on. Right now, they're just getting into it. They're getting out of the pods. And it's kind of like, 
oh God, what did I get myself into? This is who this person really is. And you're seeing them in everyday life. So go easy on these guys. Um, I think there's something endearing about every single person that's on the show. I got to say, Shayna's looks are landing for me. I'm loving her outfit choices. And yeah. I feel like she's a girl we would hang out with. Yeah, I think that about Natalie. I think I, like with Natalie, I'd like to get a coffee with her. Oh, she's She's amazing. I like I like them both. I don't think they need to be pitted against each other. I think That's they true. both have very different qualities. I think both of these women are are lovable and you know, there's always more to the story and yeah. we don't know her full story yet. So um, for all the shade and all of the hate that's being spewed, just remember that these people are also going through things on their own. I know Shane just lost his dad three months before he started taping the show. So he's throwing himself into this and, you know, his heart into this. And I can't imagine what he's experiencing, having just lost a parent. So always be kind and always remember that there's things going on in these people's lives. They are human. And um, please, when you feel you're sharing things, know that it probably will be read by the person that you're that you are at mentioning. So um, choose to be kind. You're being entertained by this show. So just remember that. Um, stay humble. Put yourself <laughs> in their shoes. <laughs> I'm like, people don't want to hear this. I'm just kidding. But it's true. It's true. What do you think they're going through right yeah. now? Like watching this? Um, it's interesting because I'm thinking that the couples that are married when they're watching this back and they're going, oh, you said what to what girl? Like Jarrett and Mal having these conversations. And now if he's married to Ayana, she's watching, you know, him interact with this woman that he chose, um, as his number one. So that's gotta be really tough on their marriages for those that are still married. It's so weird. How would you feel watching Gary be talking to someone prior to you guys. I think I would honestly get a kick out of that. <laughs> I'd be like, really? Is that what you told her? That's cute. Um, and you would hate that, it. I know. Yeah. Would. It would probably, it would definitely be, be weird. so hard. All right. So people who have not already, please watch, please listen and watch episode one. And then please subscribe to this on Apple and Spotify. And please leave us a four star rating if you love us. How about five? And- Oh, is there, is it out of five? It's five stars, Ash. <laughs> four or five will do. Um, and also, um, please call our hotline because we will play your voice messages if they're nice to us. And thanks, Michaela, for calling in today. Great question. Yeah. Let yeah, us know your thoughts. What do you want to hear from us? Yeah, we'll talk about it whenever. We're going to keep doing this. If you want to, yeah, guest appearances, it's all coming together. Okay. Yeah. This Bye. is the Unsettled Podcast. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Bye.